0: Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble When your perfect in every way Why haven't
1: we thought of that song before? I can't before? Wait to, wait to, look to look something the mirror. Mirror. Cause,
0: Cause it get, get better, better
1: look looking each day I think this is Mac Davis. My dad <laughs> to used to have this cassette tape to, to love, love, love me. me Ladies and gentlemen
0: For the last time on,
1: on the Drew Marshall show Let's put our hands oh together
0: Lord, For Howard Humble, humble. Glassman. Yeah. I love the fact that you came up with a bit for me on your last <laughs> show. I love it. it's like, hey, I got an idea. Uh, I don't know how to follow those two uh, legends, man. That's uh, to me that sums up everything that's great about you as a broadcaster. And uh, just hold on a second while I tell you some of the things I love about you. Oh, but that you know what I what I think. Listen. You talk to uh, Paul and Paul there. What's so cool for me, and and I think the attraction for everybody is that authenticity is so rare. In fact, me, people don't even know they want it until they really hear it. And I think what I heard Paul say, one of the Pauls say that, you know, you you've you've been so good about being really who you are, all all good and all you know bad or whatever the all all every aspect of you. Which is when I listen to you, I'm thinking, you know, that's why this guy is so good at this. Because you're willing to not always be slick, and you're not always... You put yourself out there, and I think that's why you've been so successful. And uh, why I think what I need to tell you is, you can't stop doing this. It can't be your last show. Fred's going to retire in a couple of years. Humble and true! <laughs>
1: Uh, I was waiting for you to bust out into hell. No, you won't go. But um, you <laughs> and know what? Drew, I one
0: guy's got a giant head.
1: <laughs> I want to actually concur or agree with what you just said. I think you're right. Yeah, you there,
0: are pretty wonderful. I am Don't pretty I agree wonderful. With
1: it. Yeah, no, but I think the um, it's when I'm able to sort of hang up my underwear on the line and say, "Look, I have skid marks too." I think the reason you agree with that is because, dude, that's you. That's your show. That is exactly what you and I do on air. We're we're,
0: well, we're not here to talk about me. We're here no, to talk no, about stop you. It. Oh, hi, Tim. No. Hi, Humble my boy. He's my favorite guy named Tim. I love him so. <laughs> humble, humble. Uh, you, you okay? True. Yeah. Yeah, yes. that's good. Let's get back to me now. I don't. I don't have very long because I know you got more important people than me. <laughs> but I need you. Let you got to let me know when I have thirty seconds because the other day. I said, what do you want me to do? And you said, I don't know. Come on and say hi. And then you said, oh, you might do a poem. So I have a very short uh, poem that I've created. You wrote um, a poem for me? I Just so i let me know when you've got 30 seconds left.
1: Oh, well, we'll, we'll hit it and quit with the poem. Okay, I get it. I'll I tell you what
0: say. I want to tell you this. Like, I have been a, I've spent a lifetime thinking about religion reading about religion, hating on religion. yep. And uh, it wasn't until I met you, two people in my life I've met that really opened my eyes to, you know, some of the nuances that maybe I had overlooked being a guy that thinks religion is stupid. One is my friend's, my best friend's dad was a, uh, a minister. And uh, I remember just when I found out he was, I just pumped him with all kinds of questions. And he was a Lutheran guy. And so he not only taught me a lot about scripture but he also taught me how to make a martini now, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought, right away i was like wow some religious guys are cool and then i met you and you're like let's go for beers and you said the effort and i was like maybe all religious people aren't stupid <laughs> but That's what, I, what i got out of what i got out of you and the association i've had with you and the show and i gotta tell you i just loved coming on the show and it was one of my favorite things because because i it's easy to be cynical about religion and it's easy to, you know, the difference between me and some people that hate religion is, as you have know, I know a little bit about it. Yeah. It's not like I just hate it out of hand. And when I thought about you and getting to meet you, not only as a friend, but also as somebody that answered questions, gave me some different perspectives. You were like the, one of the coolest religious guys I'd ever met. I also, as I mentioned earlier, I respected your broadcast chops. Like if you've just been a crappy broadcaster, but, but, You also knew a lot about religion. It wouldn't be the same, but I I immediately understood that you were good at this. But then I got to know you a little bit, and I thought, you know, what I'm learning from this guy is that there's another side to this story, and that as much as I sometimes cringe, and I'll be honest with you, when I hear Paul Henderson talk about getting up for an hour and a half and praying to an imaginary guy in the sky, I cringe. (laughs) But I also understand it now. Yes. I do. Yeah. I, I get it now. It doesn't matter if it's real or not. It only matters that it, it informs the life you lead and if there's anything i've learned from you is that religion can inform the life you lead in ways that i hadn't understood before so i would say that is uh what i will take away from my experience on the drew marshall show thank you and if you're if you're not crying yet you will be <laughs> if you can't live the life you lead then lead the life you live but that's what I, I wanted to say that and we can have some nonsense if you want but those are the things you were one of the few people i've met in my life that gave me a different perspective on something that i sort of have always been curious about and well, i'm not talking about love with another man although you know you're an attractive <laughs> fellow i'm told <laughs> you're told you know firsthand baby first you know people say well drew marshall is very good looking i said what are you kidding me <laughs> okay what do you want to tell what do you want to say now
1: apparently it's time for me to speak dude you so i you know i went through some tough stuff and you were supportive and it's really it shouldn't be surprising when wise guys become supportive become because we get this shtick of you know this persona of cracking wise all the time and i i like that it keeps people away but the, the yeah exactly right yeah <laughs> exactly um, but but you broke through the veneer and you were you were very supportive of me just as a dude as a pal and um, and thank you for doing that because uh, that could be risky in a world of wise guys and and just guys in general we're not good at that kind of stuff period so anyway I wanted to well, say thanks. well and
0: and I can say you know back at yeah, you yeah, I went through a pretty tough period there about five or six years ago and you know I guess what you did with me is you know I, if you want to put it in the context of you know you ministered to my pain, and we hung out, and you were somebody I could talk to and and vice versa. But you know overall, I gotta tell you, it really will I will i'm I'm not gonna miss you because i'm we're gonna hang, I'm sure, but mm-hmm. I'll miss coming on the show and I will miss, you know, talking about just the the fun aspects of religion and also having a little fun with you about it. and and I hope that uh, and I mean this. I hope that you'll come on. The Humble and Fred show from time to time, because always one of our favorite guests. Uh, little baby Tim is, I know you're, Timmy's coming in in a couple yep. weeks, and I know you're going to retire to some barn I saw online. I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> oh, I'm going to go write some things. <laughs> oh, are you, mountain man? Okay. Um, but I hope that you'll come on from time to time, because I do, I really do, and you know I'm not just crapping yep. here. Yep. You know how much I love coming on. yeah And and I'm sorry I couldn't be there today in person, but I I really appreciate you including me.
1: I I wrote an email to John Moore the other day. He and I were golfing last Monday. It was a charity thing with the guys from Connecticut. And, of course, John's the big wig over there. Well, one of the big wigs at News Talk 1010, and he's a talk machine. And I wrote an email and said, I said some nice stuff. I said, you know, you've set the benchmark for a lot of people in the talk industry. And besides, I needed somebody else other than Howard as a role model in this industry.
0: (laughs) So well, anyway. I'm certainly not in the same category as him, um, but I appreciate
1: it. Um, uh, so let me just, before the 30-second thing comes up, yes. let me just ask you one final question to Howard yes, Humble Glassman, humbleandfredradio.com, Canadian radio legend, my favorite Jew. Sounds like a children's
0: toy. Mm. Um, <laughs> how Jew are you? Um. Well, I don't mind getting a discount from time to time, <laughs> Drew. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you a quick story. Yes. And then I'll do the poem. Okay. So this is 1992. My ex-wife and I were about to buy a car, and the, we were in our early 30s, and the guy who was dealing with us was in his mid-50s, an old-school guy, and he did the whole thing. Let me go talk to my manager and see if I can get you kids a better price. But What he actually said was, I'm going to go talk to my manager, And see if I can jew him down. I remember that phrase. He left the room. Yeah, he left the room, and I said to my ex wife, "I said that's disgusting." I said, "I'm never going to stand for this." Then I paused and I said, "Unless he can jew him down to a good price." (laughs) 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 Okay, okay, I'm going to put you on. Hold on a minute. All right. Hold on, I got to put you on the. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Okay, so you've already ruined the punchline, Drew. But here we go. Are you ready? Ready. Though years of talk are over now, the chatter will live on. A voice like his, so smart and true, forever will be strong. A friend for years to one and all, and that how that's how it is. Let me do that again. <laughs> A friend. Stop it. A friend for years to one and all, and that's how it is for Drew. But except for Jesus Christ himself, I am his favorite. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Woo.
1: Beautiful, Howard Humble Glassman on the Drew Marshall Show one final time, dude. That was a mic drop and a half. Well done, man. Well <laughs> right, guys, done. So good. All right, we'll talk again soon, my friend.
0: Yeah, I love you, my friend. Love and Timmy, you Timmy. I love you, and I'll see you soon. For thank sure, you- brother. Oh, by the way, Tim. Yes, sir. Thank you. Oh, thank you. You introduced me to this well. There you giant go. Giant gorilla uh, of a man, and, and it's been uh, one of the joys of my life to know both you guys. Yeah.
1: Right back at you, brother. The okay, hills no. are alive. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. See Bye, you, boys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now.